Hi, this is Brian Duncan. This broadcast of The Road to Redemption is coming to you from Take12Radio.com. This is The Road to Redemption. I'm Brian Duncan. I know it's hard to believe, but I'm not totally self-sufficient. There's stuff I need that I can't provide for myself. I hate that. It's one of those guardrails that keeps me on the road to redemption when I'm out of control. It's the predicament of neediness. Radio Rehab, and I'm Brian Duncan. I don't have very many answers, but I'm certainly getting pretty familiar with the issues. So maybe I could just be your needy friend as we look at the predicament of neediness.
That's anointed. It's a matter of love. Or in this case, this week, it's a matter of lack of love, perhaps. As we talk about our neediness, things I need that I can't provide for myself. You know, like love and affection, human connection, respect, dignity, kindness from others. When my needs aren't met, I try to manufacture my own replacements. It just creates more needs, like recovery, salvation, grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Yeah, the needs just keep on coming. We might not know if it has a name. We might call it circumstance. We might try to look the other way. We might think it's accident.
That's Aaron O'Donnell singing. All I really want is to be loved and to be here and to be now and to be open to the truth, to be held and to be seen, to be heard. Basically, what she's saying is we have a need to know others and be known by them. Neediness is tied to loneliness, hunger, and physical pain. I'm born individually into this world and almost instantly aware of my own discomfort from the earliest moments of my life. The response of a newborn to reassuring human touch and relief from hunger and pain is easily recognized. We start off screaming when our needs aren't met. It continues through our lives. We just learn to disguise it so as not to look too, well, needy. But when it comes to basic needs, we never really grow up. If blood will flow, flesh and steel I want, drying in the color of the evening sun. Tomorrow's rain will wash the stains away. This final act was meant to clinch a lifetime's argument. Nothing comes from violence, nothing ever could. For all I was born beneath an angry star. Lest we forget how fresh how we are. You ever thought about how many stupid things you've done just to get what you needed? Playing the fool or acting indifferent? Or how about throwing a fit in anger and rage? Maybe withdrawing into isolation, hoping someone would find you anyway? Or how about engaging in some form of risky behavior? Life-threatening stunts? All because you couldn't come right out and say, this is what I need. Too proud, too afraid, too worried about rejection. So to avoid looking weak, we scream out our demands and anger as if we are not really needy. Sting how fragile we are. Seems to me that my own compulsive behavior and addiction comes from not recognizing my own needs. Or maybe the fear that my needs 
will never be met. So I give up and check out. Of course, just getting to the point where I'm willing to recognize my needs, maybe ask for some assistance, still doesn't guarantee that I get instant gratification. Let your requests be made known to God, the Bible says. He knows what you have need of before you ask. It is the predicament of neediness that makes my life unmanageable at some point. Step one of the 12 steps is admitting that. Step two is putting my trust in a higher power to meet my needs, which restores me to sanity, I'm discovering. I've always had a hard time asking my higher power for stuff. Never been sure of what I was asking for, really. I just know when something's missing. Because I can feel the hunger and the uneasiness. Even when I don't recognize where it's coming from. But I'm learning to go immediately to my higher power. At those moments through prayer and meditation. Improving my conscious contact with God. And with a moral inventory of my life. He begins to show me how I am made and how natural my needs are. And as I reach out to others in my own neediness, I find common ground and that we are all in the same predicament. The irony comes here. I begin to meet the needs of those around me because it's something I can change. And I start to find my own fulfillment through connection and community. It's a longer process than I was hoping for, but a starving man doesn't get healthy by gorging himself instantly at the local buffet table, if you know what I mean. You're listening to Radio Rehab with Brian Duncan, online at brianduncan.com. And these shows are on RadioRehab.com 24-7. The music in the background is by Jeff Lorber, by the way. The song's called Worth Waiting For. How perfect for this conversation. One of the roads to addiction for me was my need for a quick fix to ease the pain of noticeable neediness. I worked for a long time. But the predicament that I was in got bigger and more unmanageable. <laughs> Imagine that. Learning to ask for help has been the key that opened a whole new world of sanity for me. Connecting with others in a similar destitution has given me the love God wanted me to have in the first place. And it dawns on me, this is what God loves. Connection and relief of my needs. My soul was sinking in a world of sin, but grace and mercy, it took me in, took my feet out of the miry clay, and placed them on, on a rock to stay. Oh, what a relief it was, when God
streets paint Couldn't see no sunshine Nothing but rain But God said We've been made Endure for our night But in the morning It will be alright Oh, what a relief it was When God rescued me He loosed my chain It was. That's the Williams Brothers. Coolin' Water. So if coolin' water spells relief to my neediness, maybe hot water is the beginning of life out of step. Ever wonder how God could possibly love you? What with all the stuff you're doing wrong? I find myself in that good-bad split all the time. Thinking to myself... I can't talk to God right now because I'm being rebellious and defiant. My life is not remotely holy. I'm reminded of a time as a kid when I watched my dog chase a car down the street only to get too far in front of it. He got run over. I watched the dog I loved get hurt and run in circles howling. At that moment, his behavior wasn't in keeping with the tricks and the obedience that I had taught him. That's because suddenly, his needs were demanding his immediate attention, and he began to exhibit some unnatural behavior patterns. I didn't stop loving that dog because he wasn't doing what I said. Sure, the word stay was ignored, and then come here was impossible to hear because of the disaster he put himself into. Well, I think God can see past our immediate behavior in the disaster we might have created. He can love us even when we are howling and running down the street in terror at the pain we've inflicted upon ourselves. He understands that our behavior is the result of pain. It doesn't always mean our heart is hardened toward our master and higher power. He still loves us. <clears throat> okay, he still loves me because he sees the heart above the actions that I display as a broken individual. Dear God, thank you for not judging me quickly because of my natural behavior, the result of desperate need and reaction to pain. You know my heart. Show me grace, O oh Lord. Amen.
Rufus Troutman with a cool version of the obvious tune. You've been listening to Radio Rehab and the predicament of neediness. I hope you are coming to believe that a power greater than yourself can meet your needs and restore you to sanity. Until you do, I'll still be your friend. Try to remember God is not your enemy. I'm Brian Duncan. Keep coming back. From a cardboard hovel darkened street to the well-lit windows of a penthouse suite all our desperate souls with a human fate we protect ourselves within the walls we make and i stand in a corner now in my house of rest and i bow my head beat my breast and say This has been the Road to Redemption on your transformation station. This show has been made available by KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and Take 12 Recovery Radio.